Hey there guys, what's up? It's your friendly and funny co-host James. This episode you're about to hear, of course, was recorded before the election. Before President-elect Joe Biden was projected to win all the things. Yeah, this is about me not being well and being in the hospital. Uh, we pushed it out two weeks because a lot of stuff was happening, but we're exhausted from all the things. From the politics, from the division. And honestly, we just needed a break. So this is going to be a brand new episode that you've never heard with spooky music and we're going to talk about Halloween themed things and me almost dying. Yeah. Yeah. It's catchy. Remember, was that in good taste? Drinking is recommended? Oh. Or, no. Yeah. You should drink. Welcome. Oh wow, that was turned up a lot. Uh, you weren't prepared for my Dracula. Um, <laughs> I wasn't. Welcome to that was in good. T- was that in good? T- <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, can man. we not? Can we? No, no, no. This <laughs> is it. Going? Committed. All right. So, welcome to was that in good taste. My name is Chandler Phillips, and with me is, as always, James Beery. Oh yeah. And today. We're getting spooky. We're talking, talking Halloween times. It's, it's the season. T- <laughs> what are you looking for so frantically? I'm looking for my phone. It has my, it has my funny funnies. But you're not hand funny. Give me, me that iPad instead. Jeez. Oh, uh, do you need the iPad the or iPad. the Kindle that's under it? You have so many tablets. Like how, how do you function? Funny funny. Um, I gotta get the funny funny from my notes. Well, anyway, talking about Halloween, we're talking about scary stuff. Um, I want to talk about some something that scares me the most: death. Uh, you know, just that ever, ever knowing um, uh, concept that you're gonna you're gonna die eventually. The haunting reality of mortality. That's the that's what I'm getting at. So, um, what you can't find your jokes? No, I cannot find my funny funnies. But it's okay. You know why? I got them. I got them in the dome. What? Hmm. I thought. I, th- I thought you wrote them down on a card. I didn't. I wrote them on my phone. What? I gave you a card. Well, this is this is a Chandler episode, so it has to be not professional. Hmm. It's you're fucking up my episode. <laughs> you're fucking up your own episode. Right. Look, my funny funny's right here. That's right, folks. This was that a good taste. All right, take it away, Chandler. I'm setting you up for success. I fucking hate this guy. Um, spooky, spooky, spooky. What are we drinking today? Because it smells so effervescent. It smells well, like. And um, the theme of candy. Yeah, it's got like a real Skittlesy. Got vibe. the candy sweetness here with this delicious watermelon. Watermelon, <laughs> watermelon, mint, lemon, margarita. Mar- what? Yeah, margarita, 
martini. Oh, fuck. Fucking fuck. guy. Fucking guy. Throw it away. Um, <laughs> I should, maybe I should have left it not recording. <laughs> and, uh, and you're spilling on your... Sh- I didn't even. Just, I saw it drip. I'm in food. Listen, I'm alive. I see the I'm drip. alive. So I'm just, I'm full of fucking joy. I'm, I've made it another fucking day. Yeah, you were, you were not doing so hot mm. earlier this week. Well, so, oh, well, be, before we get into that, what are we drinking that has you so invigorated? It's a little, it's a little skittles little, I just said it. Well, you said what the drink is, but like, what are the, all right. It's a Smirnoff that's uh, watermelon and mint infused. Infused. And you got. flavored. And you got a, a little a little lemon in there too. You 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 danced some dry vermouth around the glass, around a frosted glass too. Mm-hmm. And it the guys yeah. the presentation was fantastic. It's a good thing we got a picture beforehand. Yeah, we did. So there you go. Um, it's delicious. Yeah, I almost died. Wow, well, I was why? So check this out. All right, so anybody who's listened to like the last four episodes knows. I've been sounding a little, a little coffee, coffee. Uh, Raspy. I just woke up two days ago, three days ago. You just woke up? And <laughs> I couldn't walk or breathe. And I seriously could not. I was vomiting fucking mucus. I, I, was, I, went, I couldn't feed myself. I could not walk to the other room without gasping for air and feeling faint. Huh. And <laughs> um, should I be here? Should I... I, my COVID test is negative. Right. It turns out. Do that I need a hazmat suit? I'm allergic to dust. Oh, that despicable fiend! Yes, dust. that that mixture of dirt and human flesh. Oh. And I have a lot of books, and they think it might be because I have so many books. Because I don't tell Massa, but I, I love to read. And uh, well, you're actually, so well spoken. So <laughs> ever since I had bronchitis <laughs> last year, and. Uh, you know, I really felt like I never truly recovered, and maybe it's because I hadn't really. Um, mainly because when I went to the doctor, they gave me some meds and kicked me out. But this time, they said, "Take your, <laughs> they take your drugs and leave." Took me in, and I was there for like two days, and they pumped me full of the Trump cocktail, and um, which yeah. is basically shrimp cocktail, but with a little bit more cayenne pepper, just a little bit. And now I feel fucking, fucking good. <sighs> feel so good. Fucking steroided up. Yeah. It's all kinds of juice. <laughs> fucking feel good. Cause I can fucking breathe. And even listening back to the last few episodes, you know, like when I laugh, I would cough. It's because my bronchioles were caught up with phlegm. But I'm gonna be honest. The same thing that happened last time. I thought I was gonna die, because when you can't breathe. It's kind of an important function. It kind of feels like you're going to die. I was ready to do an emergency tracheotomy on you, yeah. just in case. It feels, you know, it's a scary feeling. That's dying. actually one of my biggest fears. Not dying, but an emergency tracheotomy being performed on me. You don't um, always die from tobacco. Exactly. Sometimes you just lose a lung. Yeah. That's a really bad robot impression. If they ever take over, you're fucked, man. You can't blend in. Listen, my throat, my throat, my, <laughs> my raw's a little throat. My throat's a little raw from the abutal thing, but. You gotta, you gotta talk more from the voice. Like you, you like the guy from, yeah. yes, I know how to do a robot voice. Suck okay. my big toe. There I just go. was not trying to commit 
because uh, there's something kind of not funny about someone getting throat cancer and then having to have an artificial voice box. So I kind of wasn't trying to lean into it that hard. If you're going to lean, <laughs> if you're going to lean a direction, just fucking Fuck, take man. the pitch. Dying is so scary. The idea of dying and like, you know, having things like that happen is so fucking scary. Do you have like a full, like, saw your life not this flash time. before your eyes kind because, of moment? Because last time... I wasn't feeling great. And this time I didn't feel, I felt really bad for three days. Like I was going to die for three days. But because last time it happened to me, I was sitting on the couch and I had what they call a bronchial spasm hmm. where my, where like they were so inflamed that it closed and that's what distributes the air through like your lungs. I couldn't breathe at all. And I really did think I was going to die. But I still took a cab because I wasn't paying for a fucking ambulance. Ooh, I, I literally that. called the fucking lift. And I literally called the lift. And I was like, listen, this is before you could tell us before COVID. I go, I can't breathe. I'm okay. Just leave me at the hospital. I'm good. <laughs> you know. And they were just like, all right. Yeah. All he's right. like, fuck it. You know. And I really, you know, I really did think I was going to die. And I had like this fucking moment that was like really scary. This time. You know, I was afraid because for three days I was really, really sick like that. But I was really scared that if I went to the hospital, they'd be like, you got the cancer. <laughs> you're like, yep, well, you're fucked. So, yeah. uh, but the reality is, of course, you, if you're feeling ill, you should go to the fucking hospital. Really? Because they should, they'll take care of you before probably something's bad or wrong. Mm. Really, really, before you fucking kneel over and die. What if you just postpone it until you do just keel over? Yeah. Like is that's what happens. Is there anything wrong? I feel like that's that's the way to get into Valhalla, right? <laughs> Just kind of well, deny kinda, that. To be honest, this the stupidity is like I feel really shitty, and I'm like I'm gonna get some robitussin. I feel really shitty. I'm like, you know what? If it's just an infection or something, I can just tough it out. Yeah, yeah. That Let those really, antibody. No, it doesn't really work that way. I guess because mm. you know, so uh, people. Don't allow your internalized misogyny or toxic masculinity or something fucking keep you from going and taking care of yourself. But also the fear of like, even if I have insurance of having to eventually pay for something, you know, and mm. then like it's COVID time and it's like staff infection in hospitals is prevalent. Like, you know, like going to hospitals itself is it's terrifying. So what's the moral of your story here? What are you trying to wrap up to? Go to the fucking doctor if you don't feel well. Okay. That's a good you know, idea. Since you get old, especially if you're especially if you're a person of color, you know what I mean? Like uh heart disease and black men and and black women is extremely uh, extremely high. Um prostate cancer in black men is very is like crazy, you know, so fucking take care of yourself. But that idea of fucking dying Boy, let me tell you, you ain't, I don't know. I've been in some situations where bullets have been flying and I'm like, eh, because you don't really feel it. Like the, when the air is not going into your fucking lungs, hmm. being shot at is not the same as not being able to breathe because being shot at, there's like adrenaline and shit going and you're thinking about how am I going to survive? But when you can't breathe, all your body's telling you is that you're dying. Interesting. You know, you can't really form thoughts. You know what I mean? Like, you really yeah. can't correctly form coherent thoughts the way that you should. Maybe I didn't go to the doctor, not because I'm dumb, but when you can't breathe, you're not really thinking 
that clearly. You know what I mean? Like, you're just not fucking sharp. You're not on it. You're not getting the oxygen to the brain. You're not really getting everything that you need. And I fucking feel like, I, I, when I was breathing, I felt like I was vibrating. It was like, oh, shit. Well, I, you have a whole new glow and energy to you, you know, so hopefully. I feel fucking, I feel, you know, I feel much better and stuff like that. But the thing is, is that I've always been afraid. Like, I don't like to talk about death or think about that shit. And it's Halloween time. And that's all we fucking talk about. But dying is fucking scary. You know why? Because I don't think there ain't nothing there. And no matter how much, and I Wait, know you're not exactly you used like three negatives. What? It, <laughs> what? <laughs> negative, negative makes it a positive. Um, you. <laughs> that's not how any of this works. <laughs> like, you know, like. They, they, they ain't no hell if you're Jewish, right? They, they ain't no hell. Uh, there's Sheol, yes. which is the, uh, like, just where where souls go post-mortem. Yep. They ain't no, they ain't no bad soul place. There's only the soul place, you know? Yeah. Um, and there's something... Which the music at the soul place is great, <laughs> by the way. Uh, there's something... And the food. ...enheartening and, like, beautiful, like, the idea of there being a place to go when you perish, but there's a greater fear that there might be nothing. Like the fields of Elysia. Yeah. And I'm not, listen, I am nobody's authority on nothing. No matter how unrealistic unreal, or how unbelievable it can seem, there could be something after death. You know who doesn't know? Me. Because I'm not dead. No matter how much science or anything says that I know is true, but also I don't know because I'm not dead. Nobody who's alive knows what it's like to be dead. Knows what it's like to be dead. You or know, at least truly dead. Yeah, or truly dead. Like, there are you people know. who have been, like, pronounced dead, but it's, like, it's pronounced the way epitome can't be pronounced epitome. It's true. It's weird, you know? So it's fucking <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> I, used to, I used to pronounce it like that. Island. I, by the way, I read, I read, almost said Island. I read Island always as Island since I was a little kid. Like, okay, I'm glad I'm not the only person who has, like, random words that you read in your head in a different pronunciation than you actually say. Yeah, You're like, like, this is the word, but people outside like, won't why, get it. Why the fuck is it not Island? How is it Island? Um, the Scots, maybe? I guess, right? Because, like, I wasn't really Scotch, asking. Isla. I don't know. I'm trying to come up with <laughs> yeah, right? You, you, you ever had a near-death experience? I'm sorry. Look, we just started talking about it, and I just started going because, like, you know, I don't know if you've ever been, like, like, I remember when my grandfather died. I walked into the room. I remember I came in after, like, being out with my ex. We had just reconnected. I come home. <clears throat> he wasn't feeling well. And I had actually heard him coughing for a few days, but he was out and about. He had gone out with some friends and stuff. And he was there. He's, I'm gonna be fine. Don't worry. And I called an ambulance. And we go there and like, oh, he has pneumonia. He needs to rest. I remember his blood oxygen was higher than mine was mm-hmm. when I was at the hospital. But his pulse, because he was 86, was erratic. You know, when I when my brother calls me, I go to the hospital and they're like trying to revive him. And they're like, do you know if he has DNR? And he did. And I was like, I have to tell them to fucking let him die. You know. Oh damn. And. We go. We start going to room like where he is, and I see him for a split second. I pull my mother back so she doesn't see him, you know. So I don't think she saw that, you know. And I just remember in that moment, like when my grandmother died, I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. I don't really know anybody that's died. I'm very fortunate. A lot of people have experienced a lot of death. Yeah, I haven't. My grandmother died of AIDS. 
when when I, we were going to see her <clears throat> in the in the home, even though she's like fifty something, because she got stuck by a needle, she was like a nurse or whatever. Mm-hmm. How she contracted it. When we used to go see her, she she was like still up and about. I didn't see her dying, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't really understand what death was, so I never really experienced death before. Being around death is some real shit, you know what I mean. And then, especially around this time of year, and people are talking about Halloween and ghosts and shit or whatever, and the spooky, the spooky shit. shit. It's like, oh my fucking god, I don't really like to think about death because all I think about is like one, have not lived my life as best as I could, because fuck. You fucking waste your fucking life, and then one day you're dead, and then what happens? If there is a hell, everything bad you've ever done is going to come bite you in the ass. Yeah. That sure is a fucking good idea. Or there's literally hundreds of other possibilities that people (laughs) have postulated over... uh... Or even worse, there's nothing. Is there... Is that worse than... It's scary to think about the fact that the consciousness that you are is nothing... Because all you are is your consciousness. Right. So it's kind of like a weird stifling feeling to realize, like, you not only will not exist, but your thought process, thinking about how you want to exist, won't exist. There's nothing. There is zero. There's n- and, and the thing about that down. that's scary is that that's void. And because there is no science about consciousness, you could, you could be slightly conscious of void. But conscious... All right. I... I view consciousness as a series of it's it's actually a relationship. Consciousness is a relationship between uh external stimuli the the methods of processing it and then the um the reactions that are that are made to it. It's all just a chain of chemical and electro relationships. So I mean, really, if there is nothing, if there's if there's void, nothing. It's there's not even a you to and deal that's with. That's kind of scary because that's all we are is us. Yeah, but that's yeah. it. There's no other responsibility to that. I find it a little liberating. Like, I guess that's the existentialist uh, that's kind of overriding the nihilist. But like, there's there's a little bit of comfort, I think. And knowing that once you're done, it's you're fucking check this out. Mine might done. seem very negative, but it's less anything is less negative and more that like I love the people I love so much, and I don't want to leave them. I don't want to. Oh, not, I don't want yeah. them to not exist. I don't want to not experience these things. You know what I mean? But if you ex- exist only as your consciousness, and your consciousness is, but I'm here remembered. now. But I'm here now. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking about. This is depressing. This is so fucking. I'm, Are you getting sad? I'm. I'm just super pumped to be here because I'm like pumpkined to be here. I'm super. <laughs> I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you just sit in that for a little bit. You shat the bed, <laughs> and I'm gonna just just kind of burrito you in your sheets in make your me sheets. fucking laugh go ahead do it all right <clears throat> let's do like oh what the fuck are you doing <laughs> I, I turned the fan on oh my god this is the make me laugh clown <laughs> portion of the podcast where we try to tell each other jokes to make whatever we're talking about not seem so heavy <laughs> here's my first one uh you know what the scariest part of the movie ghost dad is what bill cosby 
Witch, please. <laughs> Fuck off. Was that... <laughs> that? That was though. Come on, that was not. That was not that good. Was do you have an actual joke? I do. Or just the res- okay. Know, how do rednecks celebrate Halloween? Uh, Pumpkin, because they, because they, because <laughs> they fuck their relative. Uh, oh. Uh, do you know how you can tell that Frankenstein was Jewish? How? Because he was a doctor. Boo, Felicia. <laughs> I can't. I can't. No, that's not good. That's a good reaction and response. Oh my lord. Oh my god. All okay, right. that's it. <laughs> For Halloween, we dressed up as almonds. <laughs> Everybody thought we were nuts. <laughs> oh man, I can't even. It's the best way to exercise the demons. <clears throat> uh, what? CrossFit. Oh, so long, sucker. Because of vampire. <laughs> you see, I had a little... Res- I can't... I, you had a thing going. I did, though. Oh. That's, I appreciate the bit. Hashtag squad ghouls. <laughs> I'm down. Tell me that one was not fucking good. That one actually tickled me a little bit, and I'm... And I'm angry. <laughs> I'm angry that that one was like, mm. oh, fuck yes. Do you Come have on. Do you have a final one, or you know, is it just responses? <laughs> I just want to like, you know, listen, listen. It's okay. It's all good. Relax. Trick or treat yourself. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> you give me five minutes alone. I just, I just couldn't. I couldn't come up with anything good. <sighs> So I just thought the best way to do it would be to respond to you. That's fair, but like the joke structure. Uh, uh. <laughs> come on, Boo Felicia, come on. Hashtag squad goals, that's good. That one was the... That is good. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you look at you look at your fucking drink. I'm just looking at the glass. So you had some money. <laughs> Oh man, this episode, look up hashtag squad goals and, and, and submit your favorite kooky Halloween one-liner. <laughs> so earlier, you asked me a question and then proceeded to tell yes. an entire story about your life. Yes, because I'm mad. I'm the one who almost fucking, I'm the one who thought they were going to fucking die. And you didn't, so I'm kind of ashamed of your follow-through. You know, hold on, though. No lie, though. Like, I didn't think I was going to die until... I was at the urgent care and they were like, yeah, you got to go to the hospital. And then I was in the hospital and they were like, you can go yeah. tomorrow. And then they were like, actually, you might be here for a few days, Shit. you know, and then they took a lot of blood and did 80 million tests. And I saw 15 different teams of people. Where'd they take the blood from? Actually, a deep artery in my wrist from they, a real fucking long needle. They went in the wrist. That's yes, they did because they go directly into an artery to get all the blood gases and the oxygen directly from the from our deep artery. Yeah. Huh. That shit was painful. Did they have to dig around at all? No. Do you... Okay, do you watch them when they, like, draw blood? Like, do you... What's... Well, you know, I didn't with that one because the fucking doctor who gave me the COVID test, who... I've had it before. He shoved it so far in my nose, my nose bled. That shit hurt so fucking much. I was like, yo, I'm not mad at you, but what the fuck are you doing? He's just... Really and then I told the other doctors, and they were like, yeah, it's not supposed to happen like that. He was the one who was like... Um, are you gonna be? He, he made me see. He up made the me. Nose. He made me seem like I was the fucking weak one. He was like, "Oh, do you think if I gave you this needle in your arteries and people say it hurts, do you think that you could take it?" 
And honestly, after the way he fucked me up with my nose, I was like, no, I don't think I can. But then when another doctor came and did it to me, I didn't look because he fucking made me scared. But then it didn't hurt. It did not hurt more than a regular needle. It was just a very long needle. Like, fuck that guy. It sounds like he has some sort of some sort of complex you know but can i fucking tell you i almost forgot to tell you that like i've never had more medical professionals tell me uh about how wearing masks will cause you harm than fucking nurses gotta remember respect nurses will cause you harm yes respect nurses but don't forget they're not doctors okay so i'm in this part primarily black hospital and a kind of like a little bit more of a lower income area. And a lot of the Jamaican and Trinidad and Caribbean nurses, uh, they were all telling me about how, you know, wearing masks is going to like cause you harm and how like they, you know, like the one guy, he was like, yeah, I don't even wear a mask outside anymore. And it's just making me like, you know, <laughs> you know, even the one doctor, you know, he's the one nurse. He was like, yeah, I had COVID really bad. I thought I was going to die. And I was in the hospital for like two weeks. But now... You know, I don't wear a mask outside anymore because I have the antibodies. And I was just like, huh. <laughs> hmm. curious, quite curious. But now I'm caring because the doctor told me I shouldn't wear a mask for more than half an hour because I was having low blood. I was having low blood oxygen, low blood oxygen. Well, you could do the. Th- you could just like um, have like a little oxygen tank in your back pocket and have the, th- the tubes come up. And, like, but now I'm your- good. So now I can. But the doctor did tell me that at one point. So I'm going to keep that forever. <laughs> Is it only Karens who can't wear masks? Like, I feel like the they should they should make more names. Karens and Keiths. K- Keiths? Aw. I feel like Keiths are getting a bad rap. Not Kevins. Kevins would... I like a good Kevin. I know so many Kevins. I am good friends well, with a couple of, K- of Kevins. Mason. But... Ooh. Ooh. I'm sorry, bud, but he's right. <laughs> All right, you, come on. You had you had things to say. Listen, I'm fucking alive. I have so much fucking energy right now. I feel like a little too much. It's throwing off the dynamic. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm... I don't like that. <laughs> Can you be sickly again? Pick it up, motherfucker. What do I got to do to injure your lungs? I know. Right? I mean, I was making fun of you for trying the weeds for the first time, and you know, had to go to the hospital because you OD'd on the marijuana. Ah, totally. <laughs> You know, my friend Becky from high school, mm. she injected, like, six pots. <laughs> a whole six pots? Uh, yeah. Cast iron or, like, And it was Teflon. laced in, like, not good stuff. Like, it was laced in mushrooms. And <laughs> she had to go to the hospital because they said she had way too much LSD in her system. Listen, you've never had a moment until you've had to carry your ex-girlfriend to the hospital because she smoked so much weed she had a massive anxiety attack and fainted. Oh no. See, I've been the guy. <laughs> oh no. Who fainted in a dispensary, but whose friends had to carry him out and tell the security, "No, please, don't call an ambulance. We can't afford that shit." <laughs> So, yeah, um, that was actually, yeah, that was probably my most recent, like, sensation of, oh, man, this mortal body is not gonna gonna cut it for me. So, so yes, what was your, you know, you, what was your, like, real most near-death experience that you've experienced, you personally, you, not me? 
Um, Did I ever tell you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was uh, probably surfing. Um, and oh just my getting fucking! All right, continue. Caught in the undertow. Just caught in the undertow. I was just thinking just that. Caught in the undertow. <laughs> No, but like to to identify with the feeling of not being able to breathe. But in that situation, contrary to it being like an inside your body thing, you just kind of go limp and relax, and eventually you float to the surface and and you're chilling. And then I also, like I just said, I've I've passed out in public a couple times now um, due to. I, I honestly still have no idea. The doctor said, like, yeah, sometimes too much stimulation and a little bit too much uh, too much booze and weed, that can happen. And I'm like, what? They're like, you were probably dehydrated. Eat more crackers. Like, Sounds like too much living life. Exactly. I'm like, what? I can't have fun now? Um, that's... That's it for me. Uh, wow. I've studied you've, a lot of death. You've been shot at? What the fuck? Nothing? Uh, not that I know of. Um, you said you studied a lot of death? I've been studying a lot of death lately. Uh, just, you know, kind of dwelling on it, thinking about... My mom's life insurance is almost up. So, you know, I gotta <laughs> I gotta know a lot of semantics about death and dying. Um, <laughs> and you said you were, you were reading a book about... Yeah, I'm reading this book. It's called Religious Approaches to Death. Um, by David Gordon White. I took a class of his well, at uh, university. And... <laughs> Univers- oh, <laughs> university. And uh, it's actually a really interesting one because I like that it ties, um, I guess this is just the religious or religions and their, their perceptions of death tend to relate a lot to their uh, perceptions of creation. So like in the beginning the uh, God created the heavens and the earth. So immediately that's like, that's, that's, that's it. You got, you got heaven and earth. Those are the two things. And what do you do after you're done on earth? You go to heaven. And then, you know, Christianity extrapolates on that. And they're like, well, actually, are you dying again? Yes. Are you actually going to do it this time? Because talk is cheap. Uh, <laughs> but it also gets into, um, like, uh, more more uh, uh, ancient uh, depictions of what heaven and alternative afterlife. So that's what I thought was super interesting about um, a bunch of different Asian religions was there's not just one or two, like, there's a whole multitude of different places you can go. Like with uh, with Abrahamic traditions, there's there's really only two. You get heaven and hell, which is kind of a fucky system, if you ask me. <laughs> it's you're either good or bad. Like uh, our religions don't have to be binary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like our oh, like our politics. Oh, uh huh, exactly. And so, like, there's um. I think there's there's seven different worlds in Buddhism. Or that might be Theravada Buddhism, which is more of like a Tibetan. And based on how bad you were or what your vices were, 
in uh in life there's different places you can go and same with uh scandinavian uh tradition and religion where you know if you were if you were the sh- if you were the shit man if you upheld the values of their of their culture to the utmost then you go to valhalla which i mean they valued war they valued uh loyalty and all that so you go to the the dopest place but there's other places you can go like valhalla was just valhalla valhalla um but there was also a hell but that was that was a different like there were several different worlds i think that's super interesting that they took the time to like parse out it's not just if you're good or bad there's so many different things if you dope if you super fly if you all right if yeah, that's it's on a spectrum. You ever seen The Good Place? Yes. Did you watch the entirety of The Good Place? I haven't seen the newest season. That's the only issue. What's wrong with you? Well, uh, we can get into that. But the but the, the whole idea the whole idea of like, you know, there if there should be only two places is one that they definitely pose a lot in The Good Place because they talk a lot about philosophy, right? In The Good Place, and it's just like. Mostly ethics, though. Yes. Like, that's the kind of philosophy they get into, yes. rather than, like, the more extrapolating... Yeah, yeah, of course, it's a half-an-hour TV show that's well, it's just that, it's that broadcast TV. You know? I mean, it's just very Western. Right, uh, very Western. Um, but definitely, I mean, it's not, it's not kind of true, you know. Chidi is just, like, you know, amazing. Anyway... Um, <laughs> you got a little Chidi. browner going on, <laughs> Chidi Adegane. Uh One of the things about the show I like the most is that they're really they they represent that they they really reflect the fact that people are different, have different values, approach life differently, and like doing some bad things or being a rude person doesn't really make you bad, and also that humans are innately complicated. Well, and morality itself is fluid, and therefore you can't ever have a set structure of ethics if what you consider ethical is constantly shifting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've I've always thought, here was a very formative experience for me. When I was six, I was playing in the backyard, and then uh, some kids uh, who were my neighbors were poking their heads over, and they were freaking my dogs out. I'm like, why are they fucking with my dogs? Anyway, they go, oh, why aren't you in church clothes? I'm like, what's a church? (laughs) And they're like, church is where you go if you're Christian. And I'm like, "Um, I. uh, We need a true tribe. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even do Jewish stuff. I was like, I I do baseball. Uh, (laughs) That sounds boring. It's it's worse (laughs) than church sometimes. Other times you get hit with a ball, uh, and, they and were... nobody touches you. No, that's what base coaches are for. <laughs> they stand three feet away and they just like do their windmill <laughs> action. You're like, I'm trying. I can't run this fast. Uh, but anyway, these kids are like, well, if you're not Christian, you're going to go to hell. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, um, neat. Uh, <laughs> what's hell? And they're like, it's a bad place where you get tortured and, and they burn you. And I'm like, that's that doesn't sound fun for me. Um, I don't want to go there, but you guys seem like dicks. 
leave my dogs alone. <laughs> maybe maybe you should go there. Yeah. Next thing I know, they're fucking throwing dirt clods over the fence, and I'm feeling like I'm getting an artillery assault. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck these guys. <laughs> and so immediately, I'm like, well, they think they're all better than me because they're not going to hell. I'll show them. <laughs> I'm going to go to hell. I'm going to go to better hell. Gonna, with blackjack and, and hookers. hookers. <laughs> and so, like, that was a very formative experience for me thinking man this whole christian depiction of of heaven is like if they think they're better than me for fuck fuck all that noise and honestly i think at this point in time if if on the on the farthest chance that creationism has been correct and and god is sitting up there judging people from down and up up whatever there's got to have been at one point someone went up to Satan and was like, hey, man, you know what would really piss him off, right? <laughs> if you made this place better than heaven. Like, eh, technically, remember, Satan doesn't make it. Satan is charged as a punishment with leading and maintaining hell. God makes hell. Oh. So if you're mad at anybody, it should be God. Well, I mean... I have my other reasons for that. (laughs) But, like, I feel like you could... This is so boring. You could talk to Satan a little. Yeah. Satan sounds more reasonable. You ever see Lucifer? He just wants to hang out in fucking L.A. and bang hookers. Right? I mean, don't we all, brother? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Whores. But, like, the dude sounds reasonable. And also, the whole binder is so boring. Right? Like, everything else is cooler. Samhain, Gaelic, end of the Harvest Festival, right? Like, I'm so down with Harvest right? Festivals. Like, think about that, right? And then you fucking die. You, like, go to, like, a cool place, or, like, you're reincarnated, or there's, like, karma. Like, all that sounds much cooler. Right? Or even you get into, like, um, like uh, South Pacific and, like, Oceania, and it's, like, your essence is still with your bones. And if... Yo, it's maybe Avatar. Yeah. Well... And then you get into, like, if you collect skulls of your vanquished enemies, you can harness their their mana. That and... sounds much more badass. Right? Than... That's way more badass. It's like, I'm going to do good and I'm going to go to heaven. And it's like that good is completely subjective. <laughs> Fuck face. Um, it's like, let's do good, but hold up. I'm a Baptist. I'm just saying. Oh, you Jehovah's Witness. Oh, you have a birthday? Mm-mm. I'm just saying. You know, it depends on which good is good, which bad is bad. I'm going to do good, but I'm going to forget about retaking the Holy Land and just go after Constantinople. Does that <laughs> – that checks out, right? That Fucking crusades, man. Those are hilarious. <laughs> do you think anybody who listens to this would be like, what is, they, what, they don't even know what a Constantinople is? Oh, yeah. It's what Istanbul used to be called. Um. But the I, was, Chris- I was thinking more Animaniacs. Which one's that one? Well, I know what Animaniacs... They're coming back, by the way. Yeah. Sorry. But just- the, remember they had the whole... They, the, the, I can't do it. But And they said all the countries of the world. Uh, you know? And the capitals. Yeah, and the Constantinople is now Istanbul. It's so new. Because they actually re-recorded that bit. Interesting. Oh, they did the whole... Like, On the internet, song. like two years ago. What? Yeah. 
the voice of Yako did it because because Constantinople was in that. Did you know Steve Steve Bloom does the voice of Yako? What? No, no I'm just well, fucking that's, with that's you. But true. I really wanted to see because he's not at all. He's like an older white guy. Yeah, you know. But I I wanted Steve to Bloom see Steve Bloom in everything. He is in everything. Yeah. Um, what were you we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that's the voice of Spike Spiegel from Comedy Bob. Just in case. You know, I'm actually. This is a random tangent. I'm about to start watching Lupin the Third. Oh, I've been which meaning to see that. Miyazaki one. has a hand. That's when his early. He's he's early. He was working on no that. No shit, really. Yeah, it's oh. on. It's on Amazon uh, Prime Video. Oh, I have to check that. One. Yeah. I've been watching Vinland Saga lately. Oh, that's been sure too. Love. It didn't have a whole, like. Like I wish. I, you know what? I'm seriously gonna fucking make some drops. You know, like, but that'd be really absurd. Tangent. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking. Something better than that, though. No, it has to be not good. <laughs> How about you come up with a fucking idea? All right, continue. I come up with most of the idea. No, that's not true. All right, come on. Come um, on. What else were we talking? We were talking about death. We we're talking about afterlifes. We we're talking about how, um, in some, uh, I think it's Hopi uh, folklore and and religion. This is the. Uh, one of the number of incarnations of this world. And this just happens to be like the fourth one. And so that's the other thing. Like every religion has its doomsday. I mean, of course. Right. Like at some point, everyone around the world was like, yeah, this is all going to come to an end. In Islam, it's the same as the Bible. Don't know if you knew that. What? uh, The, uh, the, the, um, the, what what they call that? Oh shit. Judgment day. What is it? Armageddon. Armageddon. I remember but, it because you want to say else. Armageddon out of here. But, uh, it's also referred to something else, but <clears throat> whatever. Judgment Day is the same in the Quran as it is in the Bible, but... Is Arnold Schwarzenegger in that one too? <laughs> but when Jesus comes back to Earth, the outcome is very different hmm. for the two. What's the difference? Let's just say one one is like, ah, and then puppies, and the other one is no puppies. Uh... <laughs> Take a guess which one that is. <laughs> Well, Judaism has that has the same like it's we did it like we wrote the book and then um, but the whole thing was like the Messiah is going to come back. Yeah. And Jesus was just one of the many prophets between now and then. Same thing in Islam. Yeah. Isn't it really funny how these religions all very relate and have very similar things? I'm just saying because Muhammad is the last Messiah. But he was not the They're only. They're all based on the same on the same books. Oh, what? Yeah. Wait, they have things in common. They have everything in common. Huh? That's why I'm trying to. I wonder why they're. I wonder why they murdered each other. It makes no sense. That's why it's. Wait, because... it's almost like they share a holy land. You know, as Iroh said. <laughs> um... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, we're all a lot more similar than we are different. Um, but you have to know was it, you know you have to know oneself. You have to look within yourself to find yourself to save yourself from your inner self. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck the dude's talking about when I try to like. I don't know. Like the concept of being a ghost is really enticing to me. I think if if at the end of it that. One of the many realms of ghosts, I think, would be my favorite uh, uh, conclusion to my mortality. 
Like I, I would get a kick out of just kind of being in a in a in an adjacent universe that's just kind of walking through well or like half here, but I could still like audit classes or like. <laughs> And you can see other ghosts. You can see other. You can hang out with you other. You can do ghosts. tasks like Among Us. Like you die instead of go to work. Honestly, I I wouldn't be too upset about that if I still got to enjoy the off time from it. Like uh, like you die and now you have the nine to five. Like a little less like that's what happens when you die. <laughs> I'd be doing better than I am now. <laughs> oh, like I get an assigned task, <laughs> and <laughs> I think yeah. What about you? What if? If there were any any actual afterlife of the of the ones that you think have been have been put forward by generations of humanity, what um, would what would be optimal? The one that sounds best always is heaven. It's it, he- heaven is the best, really? but it's really about the issue with heaven is getting into heaven that makes it the worst. If, it's if you just are okay enough, and then you get into heaven, it's the best because you get to watch all the people that you love. And then when they die, they join you. If they get in, that but that's the part that's the problem. So let's just let's just hope. Let's just like you know, as long as you're well, as long as you don't rape babies and stuff, and you're like not a child molester or rapist or like you know all the people who are like you know you can kill Jews or whatever. Yeah. But as long as you don't rape babies, you're fine. No, 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 no. no you can't kill Jews. Maybe, uh... maybe in a fit of drunken rage, you can bludgeon one half to death. But then you become better after, and you start like a nonprofit. Then you can get in, you know. Okay. But just live in the slums of heaven. Okay. Do you think heaven would be like, uh, I guess, segregated? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) First of all, even in heaven, you think I'm gonna be? You think I would be in the inner ring? No. (laughs) I've never done too. Like I've I've read Dante's. I've played Dante's Inferno. And they have a pretty organized system in hell. Yeah. I haven't seen as organized a system in hell. people always say, well, oh man, all the cool people and artists are going to be in hell. No, they're not. They're going to be, their hell is going to be forced to playing their, fav- their, their hits in heaven. True. For the good people. Heaven is, the reason why heaven's the best is because it's like, it's like, it was like giving a little kid, if you die and you get to go somewhere, where are you going to go? I'm going to go to a place in the sky where I get everything I want. It's awesome. The people I love, they come here and they were all together and we're all happy. That's literally the baseline for anything that you could ever want. And if you're bad, then you're going to go to a bad place. Yeah, if you're bad, you're going to go to a bad place. Where people are going to beat you and just gotta... tickle you until you pee <laughs> yourself. You just got to like fiddle with the knob a little bit. Fiddle with the knob so that like people who are okay – Get, go to heaven, but they go to like, you know, they go to like the East New York of of heaven, you know, where it's like, like it's still in Brooklyn, but you don't want to go there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like in the good place, you have Janet, you know, mm-hmm. like Janet's still there, but you got to get in the line. You got to fill out a form. You have like, to submit your questions. Like to you Janet. can still get whatever you want. But you gotta wait twelve to fourteen days. I don't. I'm still. I'm still not totally sold on the whole binary. And that, like, you're gonna get bored of heaven eventually, right? No, because in this, because in this form of heaven, right? It's you know, you can you can still go visit people, but you still have social obligations. 
in heaven. <laughs> That's some bullshit. Karma seems like fun too. Karma seems like a hell of a but lot of fun. But the problem with karma is I don't get to be me. And you know what? And you know, I don't always like being me, but I'm me, damn it. And I just want to stay being me. I don't want to be nobody else. <laughs> One more hypothetical, though. If if it were karma, what what do you think you would be in the next life? What do you think you would be? What do you want to be? I would want to be, I don't know, a rich billionaire person. What I would be is a woman. You know why I'd be a woman? Because you hate women? Because... I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't go out of my way to willingly mistreat and harm women. But I've always not been the best to women when I was younger, so that's how karma works. Mm. Like I'm not intrinsic. I'm not like a really bad person who does terrible things. But I've also not treated women that I love right with the best, like the best. Okay, you know. So I... since since I don't beat women, and I don't like like drag them around and like physically harm them or try to emotionally manipulate women, right. but I've not been the best women in my past i'd like to think i become a woman that people who do do that become like a female duck um <laughs> I can... do you know where i'm going with this no uh because uh most species of mallards um are extremely sexually aggressive as oh. males and they have been known to drown female ducks in effort to reproduce with them. i feel like that would be the Right? The extreme yeah. version of that. Because, you know, I'm not, people like, oh, I've not done, like, most terrible things. But there were things, you know, like, that's. The, you were insensitive. Yes, I've been insensitive. So that's probably what I would happen. Like, you know, that way you get to spiritual education. Because karma is not about punishment. No, it's about learning. It's about learning. So people always go, I'm going to be a fly because I murdered people. That's not what happened to you. If you were, like, a mass murderer, you wouldn't be punished by becoming a fly. You'd be punished by maybe i don't know being the kind of person that you are now but with extreme you 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 would be something to teach your spirit how to not be that person hmm. you know what i mean you know so like you're not going to become like you don't go down karma you actually negative karma is a weird concept it's kind of like credit yeah negative karma kind of doesn't really exist right uh, neither does credit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but you need it. Positive karma is you only really go up, and the worst thing that could probably happen to you is you'd probably stay the same. I mean, because karma is moving towards like ultimate, like brilliance and brightness and education and and, and and spiritual like enlightenment, right? Right. I mean, that's. I don't know, because at least the way karma has been explained to me, you have to make the intrinsic effort to move towards that enlightenment. Yes. And, and so if you're going through your lives as, as if you haven't learned anything from each one. No, but that, that's why you would live the same life again. So mm. like if you were the kind of person who might mass murder people, instead of being born a frog, you'd be born the same kind of person because you'd have to learn from the mistakes or the anguish or whatever it was that caused you to do that. But you'd probably have a hell of a lot of uh, inter internalized guilt. Um, not from the mass murdering, but just like as, yeah. as carry over. Yeah. And yeah. just, you'd feel worse about it. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and you probably wouldn't murder people because that probably, that little well, bit of guilt, that little difference would probably be the thing that makes you, and you might just be a violent person, mm. but you've learned. And then you're like, you, you don't move back. You can't really, cause you've already learned. You think so? Karma seems interesting. I think I'd be a tree. 
because you smoke so many trees? No, just because I waste a lot of toilet paper. <laughs> and I think... <laughs> okay. I think that would be the uh, the direction karma would push me. It'd be like, talk less. Just stand there. Talk less. Smile more. <laughs> I can't even. All right, all right. <sighs> We're going to sign off after this. Yeah. What are you going to be for Halloween? I don't get a choice. What do you mean? What are you going to... They picked for me. So I'm either going to be Purple Man for Five Nights at Freddy, Foxy for Five Nights at Freddy, a Bindi character from Bindi and the Ink Machine. I don't have a choice. But it's one of those three. Yeah. What's Bendy? Bindi and the Ink Machine is a strategy puzzle horror game for the PC, Xbox, and PS4, um, where it's about... So the main character is like Mickey Mouse... So like there's like Joy Drew Studios. He was like he was like Walt Disney, mm-hmm. but then like the studio made a bunch of hits that they have like actually on YouTube that are parallel and very similar to Steamboat Willie and stuff. Oh, you okay. know, but then the studio failed, and he dies, and there's like a machine that him and his creator, his co-creator, had made, and it goes wild and he creates uh, real life versions of the, the but they but they're resentful. And stuff because they've been abandoned, uh, you know. Okay. And so it's just like kind of cute, kind of creepy. It sounds like, like a fun animated, you know. So style. it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a video game. I never really it's not really my type of game. But is it, it going to be like a group costume? Uh, maybe. Alice Angel, uh, Bendy, which is the picture back there, uh-huh. and Boris, which is like Alice Angel is actually kind of like Betty Boop, less Mickey, less Minnie Mouse, which is really weird. Bendy is like Mickey Mouse. Boris is like um, goofy, you know. Okay. Yeah, you know, there's like kind of weird parallels, you know, because Bendy has like he's cute and has like little ears, but he's not a mouse, you know. He's Boris, a rat. Boris is like a dog, but he's not the same. He's a different. It's weird. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Or I'm gonna be completely purple with the sheriff's badge. Are you gonna do purple face? <laughs> Maybe. What are you gonna be following? Um, alone. Maybe not. We're going to see what's going to happen. Uh, then if if I'm going out, if I'm trick-or-treating this year, I'm going to be a chef. Oh, a computational food dynamics engineer. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm going to be a, a culinary architect. That's hot. All right. This has been Was That in Good Taste. We're going to leave you wanting more. My name's been Chandler Phillips. And I'm James Beer, and of course, like always, you can always reach out to us for anything. You wanna, you wanna hug? You wanna talk about the things? You know, hashtag Squad Ghouls. I'm gonna. I fucking hate. I'm you. gonna look this up. I'm gonna literally make an effort I to put this out there you. so we can get some punny one-liners. And not. of course, if you wanna reach out to this guy here, it's C underscore underscore Honey on Instagram. I'm Art of Giving Up on Instagram. And you can always email us at artofgivinguppodcast at gmail.com. So as always, like you just said, and as always and stuff, I don't know if that was in good taste or not. I don't know. I'm fucking wired. I don't think it was in good taste, but we did it anyway. Let's go get some candy and have a couple more of these martinis because they kind of fit the vibe. Yeah, I I think I'm going to drink some water. Oh, this fucking guy. Look who can do water. All right. Tune Uh, in next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye.